Oberon Community Radio Station. This is CFWN-FM, Northumberland 89.7. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests of Reality Realty are not necessarily the views or opinions of Northumberland 89.7 FM. The information given is designed to be informative and helpful. You should always consult a professional when buying or selling your home. Basically, there's only two weeks left in August. This could be your last chance to have some summer vacation. It's certainly likely your last chance to maybe top up what you already had. Enjoy the last bit of the summer weather and uh, the family. It's also the time when property sellers might be wondering, why have my uh, showing slowed down? Or they might be thinking, maybe we need an open house, or maybe we need to put this house in the local newspaper. Well, maybe your marketing is just spot on, and maybe families are enjoying these last two weeks, last few weeks of August. So later this morning, Aaron Farrow and I, we're going to be debunking this real estate marketing paradox. And why? It's because this is Reality Realty, and I'm Dale Bryant, and I'm a real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And at this time each week, we bring you Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty, your local real estate forum, where we take on, talk about, and interview guests on all things real estate with a direct focus on Northumberland County and the communities within it. Let's begin today's show with Snapshot for August 15, 2019. It's a look at the residential real estate market right here in Northumberland County. There have been 121 single-family residential sales over the past month, and that is down 27 sales since our August 1st report. It leaves us with an increasing inventory that's reached a recent high of 508 residential listings for sale. Average selling price of successful sales over the past year has risen again. It is up 3000 over our last report to approximately $438,000 for the average sale price. During the past year, people have received on average approximately 98% of their list price in a market time of 46 days. And we are in a seller's market with an absorption rate at approximately 24%, meaning we have a residential home in this, uh, inventory that can satisfy approximately 4.2 months of sales at the rate homes have been selling. I research these Northumberland County statistics and I calculate the absorption rate using information from CoreLogic's matrix system and matrix is the local realtor component of the MLS system so if you're thinking of buying or selling a home you want this information to be area specific specific to the property type you're dealing with and the price band you're dealing in as well so talk to your local realtor to understand the Northumberland market information that's most relevant to you today's mortgage rates 
Five-year fixed is down slightly. It stands at 2.59%, and the five-year variable remains still at 2.85%. And today's mortgage rates come to us from mortgage broker Carol Ann Bryant with the Mini Lending Centers Alliance. And as always, some conditions do apply with rates. That, folks, is your current snapshot of the residential real estate market and events in Northumberland County. And I would just like to remind all who is who are listening, the views and opinions expressed on Reality Realty and any of the articles uh, that may be presented do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of the station of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors or of any other real estate brokerage or realtor. There simply are views and opinions at this time. And now I would like to welcome Aaron Farrell. Aaron Farrell is a guest this morning, and he is a sales representative with Royal LePage Pro-Alliance Realty Brokerage. Good morning and welcome back, Aaron. Good morning, Dale. Thank you for having me back. Yeah. Have you, uh, when I did the stats there, and we were at a, a, a 20% absorption rate, uh, I, we were at a 24% absorption rate, and, and it... It is so close to balanced compared to what we're used to. Um, just wondering if you're noticing a difference in your own business that that you know the advantage isn't to the uh, to the buyer uh, to the seller to the so seller. much. Yeah, when we're used to our perpetual seller's market. Yeah, it, which it still is, you know, officially. Sure. But but we're getting so close to balance this week, which is weird. Yeah. which is a little weird for the market. But I, I'm noticing it a little bit with days on market. Mm -hmm. um, a little less activity on showings. Yeah, that's, that's that's really where I'm seeing it too. Maybe certain properties I'm used to seeing maybe three, four a week. It's maybe tiering two to three. Mm -hmm. um, so a little bit, but I mean, that usually does play into the August market a little bit as well before the fall picks up. For sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just just like I mentioned, people people do. They want to enjoy this beautiful Absolutely. weather if, if they at all can. I mean, if they're working, they still have, unless you're a realtor, you still have time <laughs> off in between working hours and other jobs too. Sure. I mean, yeah. Cottage season's winding down, so a lot of people want to go enjoy the cottage, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to debunk. This is a beautiful thing about our, our show here. We We just, you know decades old issues we just settle them right here sure yeah. everyone tunes in to listen marketing <laughs> what are they going to say this yeah is what we need to know yeah we're going to debunk <laughs> the real estate marketing paradox sure. yeah paradox so strong word a strong you word me the title for this week so i'm like paradox okay uh, yeah so you know i fess up just really trying to make it dramatic sure yeah sure why wouldn't we we're in the entertainment business 100%. education slash entertainment yeah. so but there is some neat stuff there's some really neat stuff uh we're going to be talking about today and and, and so this marketing i'm going to keep referring to it as a marketing paradox mm -hmm. um this marketing paradox for selling real estate in particular i mean it holds true marketing holds true pretty much everywhere sure. to some fundamental um, fundamental concepts uh, like like know your target audience mm -hmm. where, where, where's that work in uh, Aaron with real estate well I mean I'm a big fan of marketing and creative marketing and in real estate 
I think marketing has become a huge platform in, in the efficiency that you can provide when selling homes. I think in terms of target market, you got to think, okay, this is a house that I have. This is where it's pricing. Um, where do I expect my buyer to come from? Where yeah. am I looking to find them? Who am I looking to showcase the property to? I want to attract them to it because I think this matches what they're looking for. Yeah, is it is it a first time home buyer? Is it sure. a growing family? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, first we need to know who they are, and then and then once we know who they are, we we have a little clue as to how to talk to them, right? How to communicate with them. I mean, there might be some slight variations in in where to reach these buyers, and and I'm gonna you know sort of give away a little bit, but we're we're gonna going to talk about technology, internet technology in a little bit. But really and truly, the there's a surprising amount of retired, mature people who are downsizing mm-hmm. that are into technology. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so there are there are going to be some differences how we communicate, but there's always going to be commonality. Yes. Isn't there? And also too, like um, first time home buyers, because you brought it up, it's even how you communicate the, with them about the property and what you're, what you're marketing to them. I mean, as a first time home buyer, you want to probably, they should be attracted to something that's sound, has a good roof, windows, but those are features you want to bring out, market that, attract that, and then something that could be a cosmetic upgrade for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so. I mean, fundamentals, know, know our target audience, know how to communicate with them. And, and then it becomes an education, uh, marketing, uh, <clears throat> an education where you're, you're, showing, you're showing potential buyers the benefits yes. of living there. Yes. Um, you know, and, 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 and I just, I, I got two here I put down. When you, when you tell them the benefits, you want a strong call to action. Sure. And craft something like that. And then this is a key one, I think, is monitor, measure, and then learn. Mm-hmm. Test what you do. Mm-hmm. Don't get married to it. And, 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 and see if it measures up and if it works. Like any smart business, right? Yeah. And, and two, when you're talking about um, what to say and, and the marketing and, and how you're going to portray it, I think you have to be aware, too, of what your competitive advantage is. Mm-hmm. Right, like especially with pr- a product like a house, you have to say, okay, if we have a a few houses in the mid four hundred range, and you're at a, you know, and you're trying to sell the property, you want to, you know, focus on what does this property have that the others don't, and really make sure that those those facts are getting across. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and uh, know know what you have. Sure, know what you have, and 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 flaunt it. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Put it out there. And a call to action, too. When you know those, I mean, if it's in the first line of your bio on the MLS listing, your call to action should just be absolutely showcasing those those features that you have that put your property above the rest. It should be the first thing that everyone sees. Yeah, and interestingly enough, I mean, when somebody comes in a home, they know, and we talked about it before when we did a series on uh, on flipping, investment sure. flipping, and there's a couple ways to gauge it, but one way is, uh, and I believe you might have said said this, you know in the first six feet. Yeah, first impression. Yeah, your first impression when you walk in the door. Somebody, some people will say, you know in the first 30 seconds. It's, it's all 
pretty much the same thing, just gauged differently. And and the same thing when you're talking about the uh, description when sure. we upload. I mean, we only get so many fonts. We we can't write a real big story yeah. there. But even in that limited number of fonts, it, it, if if it nothing's happening in the first line or two, it could be easy just to stop reading. Sure, first impression is everything. Yeah. That first impression from the first step into the house, the first impression of the first photo that is put up on the mm -hmm. listing, how the first line reads. These are all things that people are either going to say, hmm, because we have such short attention spans. Mm, I like this, I'll read further, or let's go to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna. What we're gonna do, and I have this. I have this beautiful chart. I have this chart that was put out by the National Association of Realtors, and they do a survey annually, and they they don't necessarily survey what people think might work or what people hope might work, but they look at they survey buyers and sellers and say what did work. Mm -hmm. When you were selling your home, uh, what worked? When you bought your home, what worked? And then they, they tally up, I mean, this this huge amount of information. And they they publish it once a year, and, and I, I always buy it. And then it's a great insight sure. to help s say where, where should the efforts be in marketing. So why don't we, why don't we look at bottom... Bottom up. Bottom up. I think bottom up's the, the way to do it. Yeah. Definitely. So, and, and we'll, we'll just elaborate on what's going on with each and every one. And, and so uh, the bottom one there, well, we don't need to what? do other. What is other? Other. <laughs> other was, so we're going to be looking at a chart, and it says um, where the buyer found the home that they purchased where the buyer found the home they purchased. So what actually effectively reached out to that buyer and connected them to the home? And we got a chart that starts way back in... 2008. 2000, 2000 and 2001, 2001. 2001, all the way up to last year, yep. 2018. So it'll be neat to see the dynamics of how these things changed even, not just what they are today, but... A little history on them. Absolutely. So, what's what's bottom uh, uh, other than other? Which other was less than one percent? It, it just had an asterisk there and yep. it said less than one percent. So, what what is our lowest one that we actually um, know what it is? <laughs> Home book or magazine? So we're not, we're not going to mention any brands. No, <laughs> we're trying to sabotage <laughs> ourselves on the show here, Dale. But a home book. I mean, we see this like a, like a coffee table sure. sort of book, sure. magazine. Yeah, maybe a monthly publish. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm thinking I I see them that will have real estate mm -hmm. in in the magazine, and so they're giving us the effectiveness of that one. What do we got there, Aaron? Well, we got a after 2009 to last year, we have less than one percent. Carrying on furthermore, 2001, we showed 2% of buyers uh, from a home book or magazine, but, but yeah, nothing. It looks like it's going to just continue to stay that way. Yeah, so, I mean, which you yeah, can we, understand. We, we've, been, we've been since 2009 at less than 1% effectiveness, yeah. Yeah. and, and, then, and, and it's, its heyday um, leading up like from 2001, 
we have one year at 2%, no, two years at 2%, and another s five of them at 1% uh, one. 1 effectiveness. So, and, and I'm sure that could probably play into the fact that, you know, there could be a good chance by the time the properties go into that and then get published, they could even be sold. Yeah. Right? A smart buyer isn't referencing yeah. the, these home book or magazines right. to find the right home. They're not going to be competitive as far as timing. No, definitely not. Uh, it's not going to, it's print, it can't tell the whole story. Well, the other thing too is, I mean, it's not like you can flip through photos. There's probably a limited amount of information that can mm -hmm. get put on the page. Yeah. Yeah, you would need a, you would need a, a one to two page ad. Sure. To show everything that potentially a listing can tell you, which is another, another medium. So... Have you bothered with any home book magazines? I've, uh, I have. I've, I've actually, the interesting thing, I've, I've, when I first started real estate, I wanted to try every single, mm -hmm. every single marketing te uh, technique. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've kind of found out what works for me. But one of the things that I did find is, is with a home book or magazine, I'd be getting a call and it'd be maybe one or two weeks after the house had already been off the market or sold conditional. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 it didn't seem to be. And the other thing too is, by the time that issue comes out and then a new issue is launched, well, mm -hmm. that previous issue that you've paid to be a part of is now obsolete, unlike maybe something else that we'll talk about later that could last endlessly. Yeah, I, I did. What about you, Dale? I did, I did about five years. Yeah. Five years. So Good I, commitment. I'm a, I'm a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, right? <laughs> you, I, you know how to be patient. I just don't go away easy. <laughs> And Sadly, so, I am too, Dale. So, so I understand. So I, yeah, I tried for, I tried for five years. Um, within that five years, I, I re, you know, like they say, um, measure, uh, monitor, measure, learn. How did you find um, it? I, I switched my whole perspective from advertising the house to advertising me. Yeah. Because really and truly, at the end of the day, if everybody is to be honest. It's it's a realtor that benefits, I think, from that. Yes. Because they're seen. Yeah, and you make a good point. I actually, I probably had, in the short span that I did, I didn't do it for five years, but I did it for about six months. In the span that I did it, I had more calls come in saying, hey, we saw you in this. Can you come mm -hmm. see our property, give us an idea yeah. where we stand, than I actually did helping my sellers. Yeah. And it became more about personal marketing. And yeah. it really wasn't the place I was trying to do that or the objective I was trying to gain. So it was a bit counterproductive. Monitor and learn though. Monitor and learn. <laughs> yeah. So so that that's our first one. And and, and sadly that's that's really low. Mm -hmm. The lowest mm -hmm. labeled item. Uh, Aaron after this break, we're going to start working our way up this chart. Uh, some of these won't take too long to discuss and, and then, you know, likely be more discussion right near the yeah. top. Perfect. So folks, don't go away. You've been listening to Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM, truly local radio. And we've been talking about debunking the real estate marketing paradox. You are going to hear things here over this next 40 minutes that you will hear nowhere else. We'll be right back. When was the last time you enjoyed a great weekend morning show? Well, the wait is over. The early morning wake-up has the cure for the common weekend. No dial hopping necessary. Just great music and great features like our School of Hard Rock, our Boombox Classic, plus your wake-up weather forecast. 
and just the right amount of talk. That's the early morning wake-up, now at its new time, 6 a.m., 6 to 9, every Saturday morning on Northumberland 89.7, Truly Local Radio. Cancer connects us all. We all have a story to tell. I was 13 years old when I first heard the word cancer. Being diagnosed with colon cancer was an overwhelming shock. I'm Eric McCormack. Research, including clinical trials, helps to change the story for cancer patients across Canada. I am now nine years cancer-free. Join Stand Up to Cancer Canada and the Canadian Cancer Society to learn more about the groundbreaking research that translates into life-saving treatments. Visit standuptocancer.ca slash ccs to learn more. Welcome back. This is Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant. And our guest this morning is Aaron Farrow. And Aaron is a real estate sales representative with Royal LePage ProLiance Realty Brokerage. Uh, and we are in the same office. So, Aaron, we just we just touched the surface here on uh, debunking, debunk, uh, you know, the, the conundrum, the mystery behind... Uh, effective real estate marketing yes because i mean how much of it do you think is obvious and how much do you think is you you, you need to be in the industry to see i think i think it, it's somewhat obvious you can see where society as a whole is leaning where you see mm-hmm. business marketing and it's similar it all plays out the same however the next one we're going to talk about actually surprised me the most of all of them i thought it would have been higher yeah i do and and that is print newspaper advertisement yeah so before the break we were talking about we were talking about uh home book magazines and uh yeah that that sort of coffee table Mm -hmm. um publishing and this is print newspaper Mm -hmm. what were you surprised about it what were you thinking what did it end up being that over the well i guess since what dale since 2012 it's been teetering at one percent yeah. I feel like I feel like a, a lot of agents still use it as a source of marketing and mm-hmm. I feel like people talk about it and and the public like I know when I go in for listing appointments they go oh and does it go in the newspaper yeah yeah and I'm surprised that when people are so public about it that it's as low as it is I would have thought that would have been teetering around the five percent range yeah uh, but it is it it just cracked a number yeah. it it just it hit one percent effectiveness mm-hmm. so when people are saying, hey, Dale, hey, Aaron, um, where's all the viewings? And it's uh, August 15th, and they're wondering if maybe their house has to get in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because people are enjoying some time off instead. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't know if you're missing that 1%. No, right? no. And and I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't part of the marketing fundamentals that that I I pulled and mentioned at the beginning of the show but but uh, you know focusing on effective marketing as opposed to ineffective marketing should have been one of those points absolutely yeah all right so I mean did you ever do print advertisement I did that quite a while too yeah I did that quite a while too and and I did that back when I was a newer agent Um, trying it out. It, yeah, trying it out because part of, in my world, anyways, and and I'm I know it's gonna it it's in your world too. Um, we have to, as realtors, we have to sell ourselves. Sure. I mean, this is the biggest transaction in in people's lives. It's where all the all the chips are, 
And um, we need to be able to trust that we're, we have the, the, the competence and the savvy and, and we can do it effectively. Not just get it done, but get it done well. Um, so we're selling ourselves. Mm-hmm. Then we have to sell the home. Yes. And we have to make help work with the client to make the home sellable at times. And, and then if you're in a market that's a little slower, a little closer to balanced, and you don't have a sale in week one and two, we often find ourselves selling ourselves some more, don't we? As, well, as in, yes, you should still trust me. Yes, yes. I'm, still, I'm still the guy or the girl. I can get this done. Yeah. I, I, yeah Doubt I d- sets in. <laughs> I know. Be, and, and rightfully so. It's important. Sure it is. Or the sign, too. sign likely wouldn't have went on the lawn. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and so, you know, would, uh, would somebody put an ad in the newspaper just to show I'm, I'm still here and I'm still working for you, maybe. And maybe that's part of what I was doing. Okay. When I started, when I started in real estate, sure, check the Be- boxes kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, because you know, at the very beginning, we're trying to decide who we are, right. where, where we can, where we can make a difference. Uh, I mean, if you're ambitious and you're, you're, you know, you're a deep thinker, like I know you are, and and I, I know I am. Um, you're you're trying to figure out wh- what works, right. what works, what doesn't work, and and so with my limited knowledge at first, um, yeah, I did it because. It was showing people I was still breathing and thinking about them. And and also, it was getting my name out there. Did you find it had a similar effect to the magazine situation, though, where it became a little bit more about the agent than the property itself? Yeah, the, I, would get, I would get the odd phone call from that, but way more phone calls were happening through the Internet. I mean, yeah. just just dwarfing it and and I can't remember that I ever actually had a good call Mm -hmm. so you know the difference between a lead and a good lead I would say that good leads come from serious people and serious people are not going to the newspaper for their listing inventory they're motivated today and right now yeah so they want the fastest access Mm -hmm. and, and they're eager to get out there as soon as they can yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah, you're having a nice morning coffee and you're sitting back and you, you might look at that newspaper and you might thumb through and you, you might even make an inquiry because, you, you know, in the next two or three years, you might want to move. Exactly. <laughs> so so we, got, we got the print, you know, basically print. Uh, now, print's great for a lot of things. It just... Maybe not for real estate. It, it's, it's definitely, uh, if we look at the facts. So next one here on the list, Aaron... Um, the, the home became, uh, you know, visible, uh, to the buyer, uh, directly from sellers or people who knew the sellers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, that's going to happen, right? Yeah. One that I think will kind of teeter as it had, like, I mean, you look at 2001, 4%, 2018, 3%, and in between it's gone up to 5 down to one one year yeah. but mainly within a few percentile i mean that's probably just word of mouth right that'll probably carry on. It is yeah uh, yeah for sure and and that's that's always it's a marketing thing that is costing nobody any money mm-hmm. so if it works three percent yeah. or four percent yeah i mean good for that three or four percent and uh every now and again i i get asked this question 
Aaron, by a, a potential seller, and they say, you know, Dale, we'd like to, we'd like to sell with you, list with you, but we know a friend mm. or a friend of a friend or a family member who is interested in, in uh, possibly buying it, and and I'm I'm all for it. You know what? If you if you can do a direct, good for you folks. Um, not everybody can. Only three or four percent can, right. and uh, you know all the power to you, and see if that goes through, and then if it doesn't, let's talk. And and I can't think of one time that it actually worked out for the folks. Okay. Because when you're ready to sell, that person who might be genuinely interested in your home might not be at a, a place in their life where they're ready. Sure. It's just one person versus the entire market. It, yeah. I mean, and then you have to be content with, will I just be content never knowing what the market would bear? That's another point, too. What <laughs> if you have a really sellable property? What if you have a property that could hold offers and go above and beyond or a lot of people would be after it? Mm -hmm. are, you, are you doing yourself a disservice? Yeah. I mean, we see, even as realtors who see pretty much everything, we sometimes get surprised at how much a home sells for, right? All the time. Yeah. All and time. and you go, whoa, wouldn't have expected that. Right. That that's really high. So you if you're those three or four percent people, three percent this year or last year rather, if you're in that price category and 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 you can feel good mm -hmm. about not knowing what the open market could bear, then you know, it still might be the right move. I, w I would imagine too, that may be, I, like it'd be interesting to see of the percentages there that, that did that, what was the average home price? Maybe you could assume mm. that it's maybe a higher price point and yeah. they're doing it as well to mitigate expenses. Yeah, or or if it's somewhere, one like my nephew or, right. or, or you know, my, my absolute closest friend's daughter or something, and then maybe you just go, you know what? I just want what's fair. I don't care what right. I could got. Right. I I feel good about potentially letting them have a good deal. Mm -hmm. I mean that happens too. Definitely. Uh, not all life is on a ledger, but a a great deal of it is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So something to look at. What do we got next here? Next Aaron? one, we have home builder or their agent. So this one's interesting how it kind of rises, falls, and rises again, almost like it's running with that exponential curve of the market mm -hmm. between balanced or a buyer's market or a seller's market, how it kind of follows that similar curve over what almost looks like a, an eight-year span. Yeah, so th this has got to be, yeah, it, it is, it is, but it's, uh, it, it absolutely is, is in a wave pattern here, but it, this is... This home build, builder or their agent, this is uh, new builds, I would yes. say, right? This yes. is new builds, and uh, and it's either the builder directly or, or somebody in the sales uh, thing. So, so yeah, that's that's only accounting for this past year 5% yeah. of sales. So it's Still nothing drastic, still nothing major. Interesting, no. too, that 2016 showed 2%, right, in that crazy... A crazy hot market when maybe builders were very busy as well, when it was only showing two percent. When the rest of the mm -hmm. time it's teetered, really, what Dale around four, five, six? Yeah, yeah, we're we're seeing more. We're seeing more up around the three and four. I think likely that'd be the average. But um, also, it doesn't mean that's only 
the amount of uh, new homes that have been selling. It's just that's how many people went directly to the builder right. or to the builder's sales agent. Right. I mean, often us realtors, we can we can take our clients yes. into a new subdivision, and and most developers will cooperate with a, a realtor mm-hmm. and and allow the realtor to work in combination with the buyers. So, so I mean, it's it, it doesn't tell the whole story about no. how many news were were purchased. Just what percent went directly again probably another number that probably stays fairly consistent i would imagine yeah yeah yeah. next one um next one the first one was just um the first one we talked about word of mouth was just directly from the sellers now we actually have from friends relatives or neighbors yes is is more effective than the seller themselves but it's just you've just multiplied how many how many mouths are there, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, pretty consistent as well throughout. Not a whole lot of change in that. I, I, as I was thinking about this, I wonder if they gauge this on like a physical, you know, conversation in person or a phone call versus, I know, like on Facebook or anything like that. Is that also when you're commenting your spouse's name or you're commenting a friend's name, word of mouth that hmm. way? Because that'd be interesting as well. Yeah, I mean, and and so everybody that does this survey <coughs> might have read it differently too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it's not hundred percent accuracy, but it certainly takes us in in good in good directions. And and this one here, friend, friend, a relative or neighbor, we're this year we're at seven percent. We're and starting to get up there. Yeah. It, so I mean, is it's getting up there from from where we started at at one percent and. And three percent, you know, one one percent for newspaper, and three percent for, you know, the sellers knowing people direct. But it's still a relatively low low yeah. odds. Maybe worth doing like a like a VIP open house for the neighbors an hour or so before your own open house. Have all the neighbors come through, drop off an invite on their doorstep. Well, you mentioned open house, so you we're going right into it's easy segue. Easy segue. We're going right into what I think is a controversial mm. marketing technique. <clears throat> so we're our next one here, and 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 actually, it's tied at seven percent effectiveness this year, and and it's consistently it, decreasing too. Yeah, but but this is actually this is actually the open house sign. Or a yard sign. So this is actually, you know, at first we're looking at signage. Mm-hmm. So somebody, you have an open house. How many signs do you put around it for an open house? Uh, three to five. It depends yeah. on the corners. And so like it's a yeah. country property. I'm not going to put it four miles down the road, but yeah. a handful. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I put as many, I put as many, I put as many as I can. <laughs> and, and reason being... I, I don't really, I don't really feel, uh, and and we'll get to, into this in a minute. But I don't believe in the effectiveness of the open house, and I don't. I share that. I share that with Elaborate my seller. For me. What I do you think. Well, well, let us get done the signs first, and then we'll get into that. So I let my sellers know. I don't believe in an open house. I don't believe them to be effective. In in ninety five percent. Or better of the uh, of the time, so 
they know that. But if they want an open house, I will gladly do an open house. And, and because they know how I feel, I make sure that open house gets done really well. I don't ever want my client to think, eh, Dale just half-heartedly did that sure. open house. So I will put up signs. <laughs> I will put up signs like crazy. Have a nice spread on the counter so you got, you got drinks and food out. I, no, I don't, I don't do drinks and food because I, don't, I really don't want people coming in and, and making a mess in the, sure. the house. I know, I know that's a common thing yeah. that, you know, you're just trying to make them, uh, you know, have a home. feeling about that home. It was an inviting home, you know. And, but really and truly, I, I get down to serious buyers. You're serious. You don't need the the cup of yes. whatever. I'm not allowed to be frivolous. And <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I, Siri going. Yeah, Siri. Right Siri recognized something there and had something to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I uh, I get right back to the serious buyer, and they're not going to be influenced by you know um, little snacks or chocolates yeah. or or or. A refreshing drink. Good chance too when they see that property come up, they're just going to call their agent and book a private showing, or call you yeah. individually and register a showing as well. Yeah, but I mean the sign, the sign only seven yeah. percent. So seven percent effectiveness is uh, is in combination, the for sale sign, and the open house sign. So people driving around seeing those signs for open house. And, and just driving by, you know, you got your regular routines in life mm-hmm. and you see a house for sale and, and you, and then you think that, oh man, I've always thought if that house came up for sale. Higher than I thought it would be though. The sign. Yeah. Yeah. So have a good sign. Surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good sign. And, um, so people can take down the information easily and uh and and do a next step all right so the sign but how about the actual open house itself what are what are your feelings well i think for me it depends on the property too um i think also too depending on the day of the week that i list i don't mind the open houses i like to do them on the first weekend um that you're up for three four hours and have people come through but i also find as the price point of the house increases they become even less effective i think they're great in your starter homes i think you get a lot of people actively out and looking at them but i haven't found them as productive on higher range properties no what about you i've i've just found them to be a waste of yeah. time unless unless you take into account once again i'm out there in front of the community people will meet me they might say oh you know what I, they drive away saying I, I i wouldn't mind working with that dale bryant guy right and i can pick up business from doing an open house and because i meet people but never never sell a house from it i mean because the general public doesn't realize necessarily that they're limited in their effectiveness. They're afraid of an open house, right? If they see, if I have a buyer who sees a house they like and they find out the open house is on this Saturday. They want to get there Friday. They they don't want to wait till the open house because they they think, oh, they're going to have three or four offers. Mm -hmm. 
which I've never had. But, you know, you can't help but think about that if, if you're really interested in the house. So they want it. They want in before it so that they have a chance to write an offer and not even let them have an open house. Right. Yeah, beat the rush. You make a good point there. Yeah. You make a good point there. More of a, a marketing tactic and, and tool maybe as well than the actual effectiveness. But again, you know, a little more about the agent too, potentially in, in how it works out than the house itself. Yeah. Let's continue this. We're going to take a break, folks, and we'll be right back after this short break. And we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the open house, but then we're going to move on to the two biggies, and we'll finish up that way. Billy Bones, Silver Bullet, Boss Hogs, Bibbs, Uncle Sam's, Jack on the Bone Barbecue. They're the princes of pork, the titans of taste, the maestros of meat, and they're throwing down at Coburg's Victoria Park, August 16th through 18th. It's Rotary Club of Coburg's Northumberland Rib Fest and Music Festival. Music Saturday night features Song Remains, tribute to Led Zeppelin. On Sunday, change it up a bit with Sounds of Motown, a tribute to the legends of Motown, plus live entertainment at the Bandshell all weekend, the Marketplace, and more. The Northumberland Rib Fest and Music Festival is back, and better than ever. August 16th through 18th, a fun, safe family event and admission is absolutely free. For all the delicious details, visit NorthumberlandRibFest.ca. And remember to stop by the Northumberland 89.7 booth at RibFest. Welcome back. This is your local real estate forum, Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant and Aaron Farrell. And Aaron, before the break, we were we were getting into the into the open house we talked about the effectiveness of the open house signs yes. and the for sale sign being a seven percent effectiveness um we we don't actually have a number here on the the actual open house itself um because if somebody found out about the open house maybe through online then they, they might have answered the survey to say i saw it online first yeah or friends and family referral or the sign driving by yeah and and yeah place. so it is it's hard to track that uh from this the this here but we were talking about effectiveness of the open house and i know i've i've done an entire show on it um before a passionate topic yeah well i found i found a realtor who was uh, promoted the open house okay. and, and, and claimed it worked. And then I found another realtor who, well, and then I had my opinions, and then I found another realtor who, you know, realized the limitations of the open house but still was, uh, you know, um, not as 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 uh, discouraged with the effectiveness as I was. Mm-hmm. So I tried to get a, a mix-up in there, and it was a great talk. And... But anyways, it's, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm completely happy to do an open house if my client wants it, but I'm going to show them some of these, fa- uh, these figures and, and say, is this really where we want to spend our efforts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because now, now we're getting into, we're getting into the big ones, the heavy yeah. hitters now. Everything else has been, that we've talked about has been so insignificant. Yeah, like everything else is, is not even a quarter of the, rem- the remaining two. Yeah. Not yeah. even a quarter. Yeah, put them together, and, and it, it's not even there. No, no, no. So next we have the real estate agent themselves. Right. So this is this is the realtor finding the house mm-hmm. and saying, hey, buyer, what about this one? Sure. 
you 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 finding that you have that happen more than yeah and, and for myself a lot higher even than the, the percentage that's here um i have you know we are in a um more of a retirement demographic out here and i have quite a few clients who maybe aren't using the realtor app on their phone or aren't on social media that say can you please email me a bunch of properties and we have them set up and they're getting on the daily emailed listings sent to them and i would like it's showing 28 percent for last year but i would say right now it's much higher than that yeah and and so that i mean do you use automated searches i do yeah so so that means you're you're getting to them before they actually even see the automated search results. Yes. And which is really good because you're you're right on top of things. I mean, and and that can happen in certain seasons when when we have some time to review before, but if we're I mean, there's there's times it works for me like that too, but then there's times I'm get I'm getting started on the day very early and right away I got to meet for um, you know, we got five Earl listings to view mm-hmm. well then then chances are the uh, client's going to see that automated search result come in before i actually do absolutely D- depending what time of day it gets loaded right sure but um but it helps it helps you as a team stay on top of it as well right yeah. you're providing the ability for that benefit to be there and then whether it's yourself or the the client seeing it at least you're seeing it right away Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and the automated search is, is very effective with limitations. I mean, we know our clients, right? Yes. And and we can we can we have the filters in our minds that can certainly uh, eliminate potential listings right off the get go. Yes. But sometimes still not narrowing it down completely as well to where you'd want to be. Yeah. But it definitely it definitely clears up some options. Yeah. So so a lot of value, a lot of value, in and if your realtor can spot things, maybe spot things that uh, maybe didn't get uploaded correctly, and maybe maybe a piece of criteria that we were looking for in the search um, didn't pull. It didn't it didn't pull it up. And we we can notice these things and potentially say, hey, did you think about this one? Yeah. Um, you know, you said you must have a garage and this one doesn't. Yeah. But it has tons of room for a garage and, and the price is so good, yeah. you could easily get a, a new garage put in. So, so yeah, that, those things. Yeah, perfect example. I was, I was working with some clients just a, a few months ago and they really needed five bedrooms and minimum of two bathrooms mm-hmm. and the listing was uploaded as a four bed one bath and had been sitting and I and we looked at the photos and oh there's five bedrooms two bathrooms here let's go take a look and it was the perfect home for them yeah, yeah. but the, but the criteria is I mean a good thing but not perfect like tech like any technology really. yeah yeah exactly so now the one we've been itching to get to yeah the and and uh, I can't do a drum roll let's see that's that's really small. That's what we're working with. Small here. local <laughs> radio. <laughs> Anyways, biggie, internet. Yes. Internet technology. So what what are we looking at when we see internet? What's what's all included in this? Yeah, you're pro- well. I, you're 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 
MLS, Realtor.ca, right? Mm -hmm. The app or the website for the public. You probably would have YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, social media. Mm -hmm. What else would we have on top of that? Anything else you could think of? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, all your social media platforms. Yeah. And, you know, some are more obscure than others. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, those platforms for sure, you, you, you're looking at websites. So we're looking at Realtor.ca. Uh, that's the, the biggie. If, website as well. Yeah, the agents, the brokerage. Uh, quite often, the brokerage will have their own site. Yep. And and with Royal LePage, I mean, it's IDX huge. integration is, yep. is great. Huge brokerage. We, we got a national site, and then we have the actual brokerage's own site. So And then we get our own sites. Yes. So uh, that gives a lot. Um, From the sounds of it, I hear DaleBryant.ca has had a beautiful makeover to oh, it. Yeah, did, have you had a chance to look at it? I did take a look at it. It's beautiful. looking very sharp. Well, thank you very much, yeah. sir. Yeah, great plug there. <laughs> and, and well, You did have me on today, so I mean, I got yeah. to gotta give it back somehow. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and it's not just putting it on there. Um, it's it's what you put on there, sure, content right? And is how you do it. So what, what would you say to that? Well, I guess to go full circle, when I started, I've, I've, I've tried and, and spent marketing dollars on all the previous topics that we talked about. And now currently, I've eliminated all of them, but internet and social media marketing. Mm -hmm. And I think, like you said, content is huge. I think visual content, something that is has as much depth as possible. It has information, it has visual, it has something that is enticing, that keeps the viewer watching but also delivers as much information about the property as you want to get across. Yeah, and, and, and one of the things I'm going to say that you do what extremely well is, is video. Putting video online, I mean, I, I do video as well. Um, my approach is entirely different. I, uh, I'm, holding, <laughs> I'm holding the camera or I have it on a, a stand somewhere. Um, and and mine, is, mine is basically like we, we just met in somebody's living room and it's pretty casual. And it's, it's, it's basically, uh, yeah. It's, but effective. It, it, but effective, absolutely effective. Now, Mr. Aaron Farrell, uh, you know what? I'm, your productions, you can call it a production because <laughs> you are so polished. Uh, you you do everything just just so beautiful. I I mean I'm I'm fully expecting that one day I'm going to see you on television because <laughs> you're just going to outgrow this Northumberland real estate and 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 you're going to have your own show on uh, on homes like wow. yeah, yeah I, I guess me giving you that website plug you really oh that helped in, in that compliment <laughs> thanks Dale but it's it's true wow. it's true. Well, I found, I found with those videos, and I'll, I'll tie it back into, you were talking about your call to action. Mm -hmm. And we talked about having the call to action in the first line of the, the bio. In my videos, I take that call to action once I have established what my competitive advantage is, and I make that be, you know, the 15 to 20 second intro that I give. Mm -hmm. But I want to make sure that those one or two things that are separating this property apart is being delivered, no matter how it's being delivered it's everywhere for someone to see yeah and and uh and so you've you've chosen the video for that um platform not that you're not doing it somewhere else i just mentioned the video because it's something you do extraordinarily well yeah. um but mine 
my my flavor maybe has that uh you know oh the the complimentary term might be honest approach just <laughs> honest and unrehearsed <laughs> approach but but it's still it's still doing the job that sure. I, I'm looking for and I still have video out there yeah and then it's 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 more about creating the content and then directing it like it, it the content itself is important Mm-hmm. But like we talk about Facebook, Facebook is at the cost per lead that you get on Facebook and the value that that adds to a listing, how many people you can reach is an absolute steal. I think it is is so valuable. So you take that content and then you properly put it on Facebook or you, you put it on YouTube. You mm-hmm. have a YouTube channel, right? Yeah, absolutely. Which is I know has been a growing. I, I've never even thought I don't have a YouTube channel, but I've it's something that you ha- you have videos do. you exactly. have enough to put on there sure and and so this internet marketing we're at 50 percent for 2018 so i mean it's everything we talked about mm-hmm. put together only equals this one yeah. component which is internet and and, and, and next year it'll probably be bigger than all together at the rate that yeah, it's going it keeps growing um what, what do you think about how it's transformed since 2001? And when it was at 8%? Well, 8%. I, I th- it's crazy. It's not like computers were new then. No. It's <laughs> just, and is that, is that, how much of, of that is that's what the buyers are looking for and that's where they're looking? And how much of that as well is, well, this is also where the agents are, are marketing a lot as well. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think anyone can deny that it's effective. You talked about know your target audience, how to communicate, educate the benefits, strong call to action, and then the biggest one is monitor, measure, and learn. You can do a strategic ad on Facebook, check every single box, you get feedback, you could spread uh, a post out to three or four different towns that you think could find that buyer, and then with the remaining budget that you have, you double down on the areas that are working. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I think it's super, super effective. And I think I think social media marketing is is really going to be here for a long time. Yeah, and, and and we don't know what's in store online, but it, it does it does uh, ever evolve. Uh, there'll be a new platform that we just have oh, never seen, and and it's going to come up in the next six months, year, two years, whenever, and, and it'll just dwarf sure. so many others. Sure. And uh, so we, we need to be able to um, adapt. And so, yeah, the, when, when I see the climb of Internet, even just as recently as 2001, yeah. when even as recently as okay. 2004 and f- 2006. Five, six, 2006, it's it was, doubled. Yeah, it was only 24%. Yeah. So it's du- it's doubled from two th- over doubled from 2006 to 2018. Yeah, and the consistency is just is great. So um, part of the reason for the show, if if you're concerned, you have your house for sale, and you haven't seen many people uh, viewing over the last uh, few days or even a couple weeks, mm-hmm. August, the month of August. Take a look at your marketing. Sure. And and if if you if one of these effective uh, methods, especially internet, if if there's a way to make it stronger, then you might want to consider suggesting to make that stronger. But if if you have a strong internet presence, uh, you're likely just waiting out the holidays, aren't you? Yeah, you're sitting yeah. back and you're saying, okay, we're uh, here, we're ready. I mean, unless of course price is off. I sure. mean, there's there, there is other variables. There's variables, and and that's a big one. But if if you know your price is on, yep. and you're just not getting those viewings, 
It's just patience. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Aaron, thank you so much for reviewing this. I, I absolutely love this graph. Yeah, it's uh, fantastic. Is, it, it feeds us really exact information. And if somebody is looking for amazing marketing on their home, they have a home to sell in the future, how can they get a hold of you? Or you. Or me, but let's but talk, if, if let's talk are, about you right now. If they are, I mean, you could you could send me an email at Aaron at AaronFair.ca or, or call my cell at 905-396-0489. And I'd be happy to come up with a creative marketing plan and, and video content to, to best help your property. Yep, and, and, and I know focusing on uh, the aspects that are effective. And if you, folks, if you have any questions or comments about today's show or for any real estate questions, uh, feel free to contact me by emailing dale at dalebryant.ca. I'm an active real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And don't forget to join me next Thursday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM, Truly Local Radio. Until next week, folks. Hello, my name is Jennifer. I'm from China. Northumberland is now my home, and this is Northumberland 89.7.